Hello and welcome to A Thousand Wise. I'm Huang Rei. We are proud to announce our new special series, Heated Up, for the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics, where we will introduce interesting cultural facts behind the games, as well as trace ice and snow sports in a fun way. Stay with us. Have you ever heard of a saying, "As dead as a doornail"? Well, although we can't say for sure if all doornails are so-called dead, we do know that here in China, what doornails represent could be interpreted very differently. How are Chinese doornails different from their Western counterparts? Stay with us to find out. Doornails often refer to very large nails that have long been used to strengthen doors. In the medieval times, it was described in poems that European workers would hit long nails through doors with enough sticking out on the other side, locking the nails in place to strengthen the wood. This process is also called the clenching, where the nail clenches tightly into the door. And is therefore dead in a sense that it cannot be retrieved and used elsewhere. Like in the West, it is not surprising that doornails in ancient China were also used to strengthen door panels, at least at the very beginning. However, other meanings were added as time flew by, and doornails were eventually connected with the feudal regimes in China. But before we get to that, let's roll back a bit and look at the evolution of doornails here in China. The earliest description of the use of doornails can be traced all the way back to the Spring and Autumn period, from approximately 771 to 476 BC. Back then. People would make wood sticks that functioned as doornails, and call them zhu yi. And in the early days, ancient Chinese soldiers would use these sticks to reinforce city gates. During war times, they would also apply mud onto these sticks to prevent enemy fire from burning the gates down. According to some scholars that study ancient Chinese architecture, zhu yi. Was the earliest image of doornails that were ever used on Chinese doors. Later on, wooden sticks were replaced by metal nails. And by the time of the Sui and Tang dynasties, between 581 to 907 AD, these nails were called menbing, which means door and nails, as we now call them. To defend against foreign invasion, ancient Chinese city gates were often made from several wooden boards put together. The compressed boards were then covered with iron plates and nailed with capped doornails to prevent them from loosening. For centuries, ancient Chinese people used this method to protect their cities. However, seeing That the nail caps exposed on the surface of the door were unsightly. 
people began to make nail caps into a bubble head shape, usually made of bright, shining brass. By this time, the shapes and appearances of door nails were already different from our impression of regular nails. And then, at the start of the Ming Dynasty in 1368 A.D., the government stipulated for the imperial city that the front gates shall be painted in red and decorated with copper door nails covered in golden paint. Since then. Doornails in China had a new decorative function that indicated the majesty of the imperial city. But in fact, it wasn't until the Qing Dynasty did doornails in China take on the meaning of symbolizing imperial rights and status, and that is when their looks took on greater significance than their functionality. If you have visited the forbidden city that lies in the heart of the Chinese capital, you would probably notice the shiny golden doornails on almost every huge red gate guarding the palace. And if you like to count, you will notice that there are nine rows of golden doornails on the red gate, with nine doornails on each row. That's eighty-one doornails on one single gate. The reason why the doornails are displayed like this is because most rulers of the Qing Dynasty attached great importance to the quantity and arrangements of doornails. And with number nine being the biggest odd number, or the Yang number units, as explained in Chinese feng shui, many gates in the Forbidden City used eighty-one doornails to promote the Emperor's Yang against the power of Yin. That was believed to be lingering within these palace walls. As superstitious as it might sound, the nine times nine arrangement of doornails was, at the same time, an indication of the imperial identity. So there were also sayings that common folks were not allowed to touch these doornails out of respect for the emperor. So next time, try not to be so surprised if your tour guide asks you to keep your hands off the doornails as you enter the gates of the Forbidden City. Now you might be wondering: Do the same rules apply to all gates of historical sites in China? The answer is no. For mentions of important princes and relatives of the emperor, there were also nine rows of doornails. But with only seven in each row, and for gates of lords of lower rankings and distant relatives of the imperial family, there should be seven rows with seven doornails in each row, etc. And for common folks, no doornails were allowed under the regime of the feudal Qing government. <laughs> That being said. Many people still prefer soft decorations on their doors, such as putting couplets on each side of the door, or hanging pictures of door guardians as a Chinese folk custom. These traditions are still popular for the Chinese people today, and these decorations still bear the same kind of good wishes for a harmonious and happy life, just like centuries ago.
And although common folks couldn't have doornails back in old times, they could, however, taste it in their dishes. Doornail meat pie, or mendian roubing in Chinese, is a traditional Beijing dish that was named after doornails. These meaty buns, made out of beef and chopped green onion, are said to have been specially made for Empress Dowager Cixi. And when the Empress expressed satisfaction and asked for the name of the dish, the name Doornail Meat Pie just occurred to the cook's mind, given its resemblance to an actual doornail. It didn't take long for the dish to become a new favorite among local people's everyday street food choices. And if you visit a traditional Beijing restaurant today, you could probably find the doornail meat pie still on top of the menu. Now that you've had a general idea of what is so special about doornails in China, we hope this will bring you one step closer to the most authentic Chinese culture. And if you're interested to learn more about door decorations or any other kinds of traditional Chinese folk custom, please feel free to leave a message down below to let us know. And that's it for this episode of A Thousand Wise. I'm Huang Rei. See you very soon. Thank、you